And I have my own way of remembering removable discontinuity. Back in the 80s, they had this thing called comic relief where comedians would come up and entertain and then it was a telethon. People would call in to um, pledge money for relief for the homeless. And Robin Williams was doing his shtick and he was up there talking about the newly discovered hole in the ozone. Now, we know that's pretty old because we've known about the ozone. You've probably known about the hole in the ozone all your lives. Um, but he was saying this hole in the ozone is no small matter. It's not something that they could just spackle over and then have no problem. So removable discontinuities are like a hole in the ozone, except we're fortunate that we can just think about if we just filled in the hole with a little bit of spackle or a little bit of paint, then we wouldn't have the problem anymore. We wouldn't have the discontinuity. And again, part of the reason why this is the way it is, this kind of discontinuity has to do with this limit, but that's going to come up soon. Let me show you what I mean. This function, h of x, negative 2x plus 6 if x is less than 2, 3x plus 4 if x is greater than or equal to 2, we have a function with a jump in it. Now, when we drew this before, the jump was much larger because my scale was better, but we have a jump. We actually call that a jump discontinuity. Certainly not something that we can fill in with a little bit of spackle and solve the problem, is it? So this is more like our hole in the ozone because we can't just fill in one little point and make this function continuous. There's a jump here. And if you did say, well, why don't we just fill in all of that? What would be the problem with filling in everything here like this? Isn't this a line? Isn't this a vertical line, x equals 2? And is this a function? It fails the vertical line test right here at x equals 2, doesn't it? So I'm not able to to fill it all in because I would ruin the fact that I have a function. I would no longer have a function. Whereas over in my first example, filling in the hole, I still have a function. I have a continuous function. But here, filling in the hole, there's still a jump. Filling in the jump, there's no longer a function. So this is more like that hole in the ozone. It's not something that's easily fixed. So we call it a jump discontinuity. Now let's look at the relationship between the jump discontinuity and the limit at the discontinuity. So let me fill this in. Jump discontinuity at x equals 2. Let's also look at the limit as x goes to 2 of h of x. As x approaches 2, from the left, our limit was also 2, wasn't it? And as x approached 2 from the right, our limit was 10. Since 2 is not equal to 10 in our world, the limit is x, h, the limit is x goes to 2 of h of x does not exist. So at the jump discontinuity, the limit didn't exist. At the removable discontinuity, the limit did exist. And the last example of a discontinuity that I have to show you right now, before we look at some more, is k of x equals x squared minus 4 if x is not equal to 3, and negative 4 if x equals 3. So this one's different. Instead of less than, greater than, it's just not equals 3 and equals 3. It's literally taking the parabola, x squared minus 4, and it's like taking a hole punch and punching out that little piece right there, that little point right there, and redefining it 
to be y equals negative 4 when x equals 3. So the person, who was me this time, who defined this function, k of x, just took a graph, punched a hole out of it, and put the hole somewhere else, put the dot somewhere else. If you were to take this dot and place it back in the hole, again, spackling over it, you no longer have a problem and you have a continuous function. Now, I can't just do that. This is k of x. So again, this is a removable discontinuity. Notice that the limit exists. Can you see what the limit would be? Is it negative 4? The limit as x approaches 3 from above and from below, you're actually, from above and below, you're actually on the parabola, aren't you? As you get infinitesimally close to 3, very, very close to 3 on the x-axis, your y values are getting very, very, very close to 5. So the limit of k of x as x approaches 3 is actually 5. The y value, though, is defined in this case, as opposed to the first case where it wasn't. The y value is defined to be negative 4. It's down here. So just in case you thought that a removable discontinuity only came when you didn't have the function defined at the x value, I've thrown in this function to show you it's not enough that the limit exists and that the function is defined at, for in this case, at x equals 3. We still have a point of discontinuity at 3. And let me see if I can find a place to write that on this board. Point of discontinuity at x equals 3. So we have a point of discontinuity at x equals 3. Now notice the limit as x went to 3 exists. The limit as x goes to 3 of k of x is, you can see from the graph, is 5. You can also see that as you're approaching 3, you're either greater than it or less than it. That's In programming, that's how you say not equal to 3. In a lot of languages, you say less than or greater than means not equal, right? Less than is approaching from the left. Greater than is approaching from the right. So as you approach from the left and the right, you use the parabola, x squared minus 4. 3 into x squared minus 4 gives you 9 minus 4, or 5. So it's 3 squared minus 4, or 5, is your limit. However, k of 3 is equal to, when x is exactly 3, k of 3 is negative 4. So notice the limit is not equal to the value of the function at the point of discontinuity. That's very important. And if we wanted to make this continuous by redefining the function, could we do it? Could we redefine this function to make it continuous? And the answer is yes. You could do it by redefining k of x, k of 3, to be, don't do this on your notes, you could redefine it as 5. So if you redefine k of 3 to be equal to 5, then that's taking that point back out, putting it where it seems to belong in that parabola, and then you have a nice continuous function. Notice h of x 
go back to your notes for a minute. I apologize. I forgot to write this in. H of X cannot be redefined at X equals 2 in order to be made continuous. You cannot redefine the function and make it continuous at x equals 2 because you have a jump discontinuity. And notice that, remember, that corresponded to the fact that the limit did not exist. There isn't one value that it's going to. So how can you make it continuous? There isn't one value from both sides. Um, K of x can be redefined to be made continuous because it's got a removable discontinuity. And that's why they call it removable because you can remove the problem by redefining K. It's just like getting out a little spackle or paint and filling in the problem. So this one, this point of discontinuity, is also removable. So just so you have it written down, because this is a commonly missed part, because it's removable, we can make k of x continuous at its point of discontinuity, x equals 3, by redefining k of 3 to equal 5 rather than the negative 4 that was there before. So like I said, hopefully your notes still look like this. Negative 4 if x equals 3. But we could redefine the function in order to make it continuous at 3 by saying, let k of 3 equal 5 instead of negative 4. Now, it seems like if someone writes a function, you can't just do that, right? And the reason I'm telling you this is every once in a while you run across a sample question that says something like, can this function be redefined to make it continuous? Or how would you redefine the function in order to make it continuous on its entire domain? And the answer to that for k of x is we can make k of x continuous at x equals 3 by redefining k of 3 equal to 5. I just wrote for the previous example, it can't, the previous example h of x, the one with the jump discontinuity, cannot be redefined at its point of discontinuity, cannot be made continuous. And sometimes that's an option in your choices, A, B, C, D, E. So you have to know when you can do it and when you can't. And if you can do it, how to do it. In this case, it's make k of 3 equal to 5. In the previous example, it was to make g of 1 equal to 4. And I wrote that down right here. So now we're ready to write down an official definition of what it means for a function to be continuous at a point x equals 1 or x equals 3 or x equals c. To talk about any x, we are going to define what it means for a function to be continuous at c.